Hello beautiful souls, welcome. I am Lucy, the creator of Lucy's Wellness. I am a body and mind mentor, so I help women to heal the relationship between their body and mind, helping them drop dieting, step away from forced exercise and step into the best possible version of themselves. Through yoga, talking, meditation, and lots of other juicy stuff, I will help bring you back home. Hello, happy Monday. Welcome to this week's episode. Um, I'm sitting here with my morning coffee, just mulling things over, and I decided to start this podcast episode because I've been having these thoughts recently about our internal dialogue and the way we speak to ourselves and the words that we let sort of sit with us and resonate with us and how if those thoughts are negative and if we sit with that negativity just how detrimental it can be and I thought hey this will be a good thing to talk about on the podcast. So here we are talking about that negative internal dialogue or the negative thoughts that may bubble up to the surface every now and again. And I will start as I start most podcasts by saying I spent so long allowing my sort of internal dialogue to completely take over my life. And whilst being diagnosed with depression myself and anxiety years ago, um, I don't want this story to take away from anyone else's journey with depression or with anxiety or anything like that. Um, Of course, changing your mindset can be hugely beneficial and helpful for a number of reasons, but it is not a quick fix. And obviously we can rely on so many other things like therapy and medication and this is not a one shoe fits all right so recovery and living with mental health conditions is a personal journey and I don't want you to think that if you're living with depression that I'm telling you to just fix your mindset and everything will be fine because that's not the case it's simply a tool to add to your toolbox or a tool to start your toolbox right one you can take out at any given opportunity Now, what sticks out for me a lot is what my mum used to say to me. And hi, mum, if you're listening, (laughs) this is for you. But she used to say when I lived at home and I was going through really bad patches, like unable to get out of bed and not being able to really function in the best way, she would always tell me to like, you know, get up, get doing things, you know, go for a walk, get outside, do something instead of lying in your bed. And at the time, I rolled my eyes at her, turned away, hid under the duvet and just wanted everyone to stop talking to me. And again, this is not to say that getting up and doing stuff is going to immediately fix a bad state of mind. Of course not. Sometimes we do need to sit with the sadness and create space for it and allow it to be there. But there's a huge difference between creating space for your sadness and fully being absorbed by it and that's what I was 
letting it do. I was being fully absorbed by the negative thoughts in my head, fully absorbed by this heaviness and sadness and frustration and I wasn't doing anything to remove myself from it or aid any removal from it. Um, I was going to therapy and going through all the sort of usual things. I was on antidepressants for a period of time. Um, And, you know, I was functioning and I was kind of going about day-to-day life and just getting through. There were definitely periods where I would just want to hide away from the world. And I would allow my brain, allow my mind, allow those thoughts to fully take over my life. And I would roll my eyes at my mum and think, what does she know? Turns out she knows quite a lot. (laughs) Mum, if you're listening again, yes, you're welcome. But it's true, right? She was saying, you know, get up, do things, don't wallow in this heaviness, don't allow yourself to be sucked fully into it, which can be so, so difficult, especially if you are living with really heavy depression and again I encourage you if you are living with heavy depression to seek out that help and support no matter what it is but for me I was going through all the things I was on the antidepressants I was um, going to my therapy once a week talking about my problems with eating my anxiety there was so much going on for me and I was exhausted all the time And it took me such a long time to realise that whilst doing all those things, getting the help I needed was great and has helped me hugely, it also involved addressing my own internal dialogue, addressing those thoughts that we may overlook, that we may just allow to drift into our subconscious without really giving them a second a second thought but without really giving them much acknowledgement and you don't have to have depression or anxiety or any you know mental health condition to experience this we all have negative thoughts we all have days where those thoughts are crazy loud and we allow them to suck us into this sad place this negative place and I mean those thoughts that are like Oh, I look shit today. Oh, why does nothing go right for me? Why is this happening? You know, once sometimes, you know, you go out, starts pouring with rain, you step in a puddle, you get to work late. You know, it's one thing after another and you start thinking, oh, this is such a bad day for me. Why is this happening to me? And like, we keep, we reaffirm these things that are happening and tell ourselves, oh, this is just one of those days. So everything else that, maybe you know in quotation marks go wrong we blame on this bad day we allow our thoughts to make us believe that we're having a really awful time when really you know weather is just weather it's raining okay our feet got wet sure it's annoying but it doesn't mean that the whole day is going to be a mess but because our mindset is already there we then start to pick up on the smaller things like someone had a different tone of voice for me today, they hate me, oh, so-and-so didn't message me back, have I upset them, and our mind just goes on this sort of like snowball effect, rolling down a hill, gathering more and more momentum, more and more negativity, more and more upset and frustration until it 
gets to the bottom and completely explodes and we have those days where we just burst into tears as soon as we walk through the door or we snap at our loved ones or we curl up into a ball under the duvet and hope that it all just passes then we wake up the next day and we still have that lingering sense of dread that lingering sense of um something happening something going wrong and it's because we're giving these thoughts so much attention you know there were definitely days where i would be able to go into work but I had convinced myself that I couldn't. I convinced myself that I couldn't teach the spin class because everything was just too much. I would tell myself that I couldn't possibly get up to brush my teeth or to shower. And granted, some days, if you are living in depression, with depression, those things feel impossible, right? You know, you let the plates collect in your room the cups collect and everything gets really really overwhelming and like I said I'm not saying that getting up and doing things is going to fix everything because I know that is not true and I've experienced it myself but it's got to be said beginning to just even acknowledge the thoughts that bubble to the surface And the actions that come with those thoughts, just acknowledging them, just noticing when they come up and then counteracting it. So, for example, I used to tell myself, like, if I was having a bad body day, bad body day, bad body image days, if I was feeling really awful about my image and the way I looked, I would let my thoughts take over completely. And that's when I would struggle with the habits that came with my eating disorder that's when I would pick and prod at my skin I'd pull at my stomach I would jiggle my legs and I would find all the things wrong with how I looked I would go online and I would compare myself to other women I would allow myself to be fully sucked into this weird wormhole of sadness and comparison and upset and in turn that would make me feel worse. I would then seek refuge in my bed. I would end up binging. I would be watching TV shows that I'd seen a million times before to experience some comfort. And I would be so, so sad. Filled with sadness. Filled with dread and frustration that I couldn't pull myself out of it. And then if I bring us to now, to the present day, the present moment, if I have a day where I am feeling uncomfortable within myself, I no longer let those thoughts take over. That split second thought of, oh, I feel gross today. Oh, I feel ugly today. Oh, my clothes feel too tight today if I gained weight. Like all those things that are just sort of split second thoughts we don't even fully acknowledge on days like that, I, am, I can now notice those thoughts coming up quicker than I ever could before. And as soon as I notice them, as soon as I check into them, I'm like, no, we're not doing that today. Change the narrative. And that starts with the acknowledgement. That starts with just noticing the thoughts. Because that's the hardest part. Is we get so used to thinking a certain way. We get so used to sitting 
with sadness or sitting with these cruel words we say to ourselves. We get so used to pulling at our skin, jiggling our arms, you know, whatever it may be, body checking, weighing ourselves on the weighing scales. We get so used to these small rituals we put into our lives that we run on autopilot with it instead of taking a second to investigate why the feelings are coming up and then changing the narrative. So for what helped for, what helped me overcome these heavy days, these bad days, these days of sadness was to first acknowledge the thoughts that were coming up. Start to ask why they're coming up. So a lot of the time we are triggered by something. A lot of the time we've picked up on something maybe the day before, maybe in the morning on social media, maybe it's something from last week that has just caught up with us. We tend to get triggered and that's when the negativity and those cruel words creep into our minds. So take a second to step back and ask, hey, what has brought this up for me? Whether if it's body image, why, why am I feeling this way about my body? Nothing has inherently changed from yesterday to today. So what has come up in my mind for me to feel this way? Or if it's a day of sadness, a day of anger, like what has triggered those emotions for you? And instead of leaning into the thoughts of not being good enough, no one likes me, I'm ugly, whatever, whatever your words are that come up for you, instead of leaning into them and believing them, ask why that's happening for you. Maybe journal out. It took me ages to get into any sort of journaling or writing in a diary. And now I do. I I tend to do it when I'm feeling sad rather than doing it um, on a more constant level. So that's something I still need to work on. Just going into it daily and writing down stuff that's going on for me. But ask the questions and then write down the answers. Very cathartic. I find it helps so much. But if writing's not for you... I would advise it because it just gets all your thoughts out instead of it being a jumbled mess in your head. But if writing's not for you, maybe take yourself on a walk without headphones, without listening to stuff. Simply be with yourself in that moment and notice what comes up. And that's what I did for a long time. And as soon as I started doing that, maybe just taking the dog out for a walk without listening to a podcast or music, I started to notice like, oh, I'm feeling this way because of this. I feel bad about my body because I saw this woman in the gym the other day. And I felt self-conscious. I felt sad because someone shouted at me at work. Whatever it is, those thoughts start to come to the surface when you give them the time and space instead of straight away believing that negative thought that comes before the more intellectual thought. And then once you have realised why you're feeling the way you're feeling or why those thoughts have come up in the first place, you then switch the narrative. So on a bad body image day, oh, I've gained weight. I'm awful. No one will love me. I'm worthless. Be like, stop it in its tracks and think, if, you know, going straight to love is too much, then just acceptance, right? Just acceptance of your body in that moment. Like, this is how we are today. That's okay. This is me in this moment. That's okay. And then if you're more on the love side of things, like, hey, I love my body regardless. 
I love my body regardless of how it's showing up in this moment. I love my body, but today I might not like it and that's okay. Allow yourself the space to experience all of those muddle of emotions, muddle of feelings. Give yourself the time to open yourself up to them rather than moving straight into the negativity. Because the thoughts and the words we have towards ourselves matter so, so much. And I saw such a huge shift in myself when I started to switch that narrative. You know, I used to I used to go and teach spin classes and yoga classes. And on my way to them, I'd be crazy anxious. I'd be so scared because of all my worries about people judging me and what people would think of me. And I would get myself into such a state on my walk to teach. Be like, no one's going to like me. It's going to be a shit class. They're all going to hate it. What am I doing? And I would arrive and I would teach the class. And because I'd had all of those thoughts racing through my mind on like the half hour walk, my classes never felt good for me. Maybe the people in the class enjoyed it, but I know for a fact that I'm a much better teacher now because on my way to work, I'm like, yes, this is going to be a great class. I'm going to have the best time. I'm going to give it all I've got. We've got a great playlist. We're going to have the best time. Those are high vibe thoughts. And the people love it now. They come to my classes and they tell me how much they enjoy it, how much they love the music. It's because I put my heart into it now. Instead of thinking of all the things I'm lacking in, instead of thinking, oh, I could be this way, I could be that way. This person gets more clients than me. Instead of thinking that way, I start to think about the people I am helping, the way they're reacting, the joy I'm bringing to them. And also the joy I've got for myself, right? Because I love teaching spin. It's so much fun. And the same with yoga, you know, teaching my yoga classes, I used to go in and compare myself to all the other teachers. I would compare, I'd drag myself down, think I'm not good enough for this, I'm not spiritual enough for this, I'm not intense enough for this, I'm not serious enough for this, people are going to not enjoy the class because I make jokes and I laugh and I want to have fun and that's not what yoga's about. Who's to say that's not what yoga's about? That's what I teach. That's how I teach it. And it's getting over that thought process of, oh, people might not like me. So what if they don't like me? They can go and find a teacher that resonates with them. And the more I started telling myself this, the more I started believing in myself and believing that the work I was delivering was good enough and believing that I was good enough, that's when I started to see a shift in my classes. More people were turning up. I was getting compliments at the end of the classes saying that they really enjoyed it. They loved the meditations. They felt really aligned and centered. But it's when I started changing my own internal dialogue, I started interrupting those negative thoughts. That's when I saw the change. And it's hard work. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and be like, yeah, it's super easy. Just change it straight away. You'll be absolutely fine. No, it takes time. It takes commitment. It takes energy. Some days I still struggle. Some days I'll wake up and I'll be in that sadness and think, oh God, I've got to get through today. It's going to be awful. And sometimes I let myself sit with it for maybe a bit too long before I pull myself out. And that's okay because we all get days that feel a bit too much, right? We all get days that are a bit overwhelming and a bit intense. But it's having that awareness around it. 
Like, oh, last week I had a few days where I was feeling a bit stuck or I was feeling a bit sad. What could I change maybe to stop that happening next time? Maybe it involves waking up and meditating because I didn't do that all of last week and I felt sticky and stuck. So, hey, today, woke up, started my day off with a meditation straight away as soon as I opened my eyes, found one on YouTube and that was it, 10 minutes of my morning. Then I journaled. Try things out that are slightly different to how you were doing it before. Like my mum said back in the day when I was living with her. Get out. Get up. Do. Even if it's just going to the bathroom, splashing your face with cold water. Interrupt the negativity. Interrupt that dialogue that is saying you're not good enough. Because you interrupt it, your brain feels Like it's starting afresh. Sometimes it can be overwhelming for people to say, hey, just get up, get out of bed, do something. You'll feel better for it. Because it's always that thought of like, okay, what if I don't feel better for it? Then what? Then we're back to square one. So don't let it overwhelm you to the point of thinking like, well, I can't do that because what if it doesn't work? What if it does work? What if you get up, walk to the bathroom, splash your face with cold water? And then you feel like, hey, I could do with a snack. And you go downstairs and make a snack. And then you get back into bed. It's those small steps. I didn't start this process by getting out of bed straight away and taking on the world. It was bit by bit. There was tears. There was anxiety. There was stress and upset. But bit by bit, I started doing a little bit more. I'd get up, I'd brush brush my teeth. I'd get up, brush my teeth and have breakfast you start adding small bits to those days where things feel super heavy you start off slow you start off by noticing the mean words you're telling yourself and then you ask why they're coming up and then you start to change the thoughts and then all of a sudden you start to notice that hey i've not i've not sat in bed for hours on end today it happens it's trusting the process it's trusting yourself it's trusting that you can do all the things to help yourself and sometimes that does mean relying on others sometimes that does mean calling a therapist calling a friend calling a loved one and opening up about stuff sometimes it means going to the doctors and asking for help Everyone's story is different and it's just my aim to give you some extra tools to pop into your toolbox like I said at the beginning. So if it helps you to notice the negativity, ask yourself why, what's triggered it, what's brought it up for you and then reframe that thought. I'm not good enough turns into hey, I am good enough. Today I feel ugly turns into I'm good as I am. Whatever words resonate with you. And that's what's key, is finding the words that resonate with you. So for a while I couldn't, I found it really difficult to look in the mirror and be like, hey, I love you. My body is amazing. Like that was just way too much. So I would look at myself and be like, hey, you're good. This body's good. This body is existing as it is in the moment. 
you know, finding the stuff that works for you. Because when we use words that don't really resonate with us or words that feel a bit too intense and a bit too like lovey-dovey, then there's that struggle of connecting with it. So you want to find stuff that you can connect with that feels right for you, that feels true to you. Because the words we say to ourselves matter. If you're not going to say those words to a friend or a loved one, then don't say them to yourself, right? Super cheesy, hear it all the time, but it's so true. If you're not going to say, hey, you're not worthy to your best mate, don't be saying it, don't be, (laughs) who do I think I am? Don't say it to yourself. If you wouldn't go to your best friend and say, hey, you look ugly today. Don't you dare say it to yourself, right? Because that's what you're going to believe. And you should be filling yourself up with positivity, with kindness, with compassion, rather than beating yourself down. Because you don't deserve to be beaten down. You deserve to be lifted up so, so high that nothing else can touch you, right? Yes, exactly. (laughs) So hopefully this jumble of words has resonated with you in some way, shape or form. Of course, if you are really, really struggling, I would suggest reaching out to someone, someone that you feel cared and supported by. And if that's not available to you, then see if you can reach out to a doctor, a therapist, anyone that can give you that help and support. If you are looking to start your healing journey with body image, with movement, with coming back home to yourself and that self-acceptance, then check out my website because I am going to be opening spaces for my Reconnect program in September, which I'm super excited about. So I'll have spaces available for my program, my method, which can all be found on my website. It's called the Reconnect Method all about connecting you back to your body and your mind, joining as one rather than seeing yourself as two separate parts, rather than looking at your body and thinking it's something that needs to be changed. Let's accept it. So if you're interested in that or interested in anything else that I do, check out my website and my Instagram. I also have yoga videos on YouTube, Lucy's Wellness. So be sure to check those out as well. I hope you have the most amazing week and I will be back here next time with more Monday magic. Lots of love. Thank you so, so much for joining me today. I hope that you picked up some helpful tips or even just to know that you are not alone in your journey. If you are interested in continuing your journey or seeing what else I offer, be sure to head over to my Instagram at Lucy's Wellness, which I will link in the description below. There are lots of free resources. And if you are wanting to go maybe a little bit further with your healing, I have just launched my Reconnect program. So it's a 10-week bespoke program where I will guide you from dieting, 
intense forced exercise, feeling lost, going through body checking and weighing yourself and calorie counting, I will take you away from those intense habits that you've created and into a beautiful healing journey, bringing you back home to yourself. If that sounds like it's for you, you can check out my website for more details or give me a message on Instagram and I will be more than happy to run you through what it involves in a bit more detail. This has been Monday Magic. I am Lucy and I look forward to hearing from you in the future. Have a wonderful week. Lots of love.